that you guys are here to join us today we are going to be chatting about living in the gray when it comes to parenting um, and really resisting the urge to fall into the black and white debates that go on and on and on and on and on in our social circles our families all over social media let's be real um But yeah, we just wanted to chat through this whole idea that none of it is actually black and white. There's so many shades of grey, but of course we know that there are absolutes, right? Like what are our absolutes, Emma? (laughs) Oh, there's, to be honest, I think, you know, when it comes to the respect that we have for children and, Mm. you know, the way we treat them and keeping them safe, there are definitely um, some absolutes here. But I think there's so many things that are out there that are talked about as being absolutes that just aren't, Um, Mm. you know, like we're expected to to keep our cool all the time and be this cool cucumber 24-7 and that's just completely ridiculous. Like I think it's, you know, it's really hard for parents with the messaging that's out there. Yeah, 100%. And I was going to say, like, you know, like an absolute is feeding your baby, but then even inside of feeding your baby, there's like how many opinions and shades of grey? And, but also like the whole black and white side of things. It's like breast is best. And if you don't do this until your child is five years old, then you're a shit mom. Like, ah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, feeding, don't even get me started on the, Mm. the feeding side of things. Like, you know, Yes, we know that breastfeeding is an amazing way to get your child started, but we also know that breastfeeding can be a shit show from day one and doesn't work for everybody. So how yeah. about we just change the tone a little? I know. Totally. I agree. See, my yeah. only absolute is, you know, don't give them crack. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything else is on the table, team. Everything else is gravy. No, totally. I, I love what you said there, Emma. Um those are yeah definitely you know keeping them safe keeping them fed keeping you know keeping respect within the family all of those sorts of things um totally but I think you know I think I use that that particular example because it just highlights how ridiculous the noise is and how ridiculous some of these things that people are telling you you must do this or your child is going to be you know traumatized and messed up and all of the things and it's just not true like the parenting experts, it's what thirty percent to be a good enough parent mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to raise a to raise a person who's not going to have major mental. It's like thirty percent of the time, and yeah. we're all over here worrying about like the time last week that we yelled at them. Like it's really just not. Or forgot it's to put socks on their feet. I know. Or like, <laughs> oh crap! I packed them the same thing in their lunchbox all week. Like at least they were fed. So true. I mean, like the absolutes for me comes down to the fact that it's like hygiene. Like, let's keep our kids clean. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) That we're providing them like a safe home and love and and nourishing them the best way that we can. Um, And, you know, those kinds of things that like, and and obviously physical safety, all that kind of stuff. Like those are, for me, those are the non-negotiables, but everything Mm. else is grey. It's so, so grey. I think also giving them our time for Mm. me is a real non-negotiable these days. Mm. Like... I know that we're busy, we're busy, busy people, but 
you need to give your kids your time because it's just, especially when they're little, because, you know, the things that they talk about that's important to them when they're little are going to become the important things as adults and or mm. as teenagers when they're doing scary, scary things. Mm. Um, and if we haven't made them feel heard and loved and like their time is important or out, you know, it's important to spend time together and listen to them, then we're probably going to find a lot of problems. And I mean, that's not necessarily to say that it's a hundred percent going to mean that your teenager is going to speak to you about everything. But I think it yeah. comes, honestly, I feel like it comes down to that safety aspect. Like your kids need to feel like they're important to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, and I think even the perception of time as well, like, you know, and I know that I definitely fell into the trap early on with having to give them their time, understanding that the perception of time to a baby or a toddler is completely different to an adult. Like my six year old is still like 10 minutes. 10 minutes but 10 minutes to them is a really long time mm. and well depending on the game that you're playing 10 minutes for me can be a really long time <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we I'm need to normally definitely need to normalize that in parenthood because um yeah. there's the one thing that I get feel pressure about is that I don't play with my kids for long enough yeah. or even even every day, as much as like it's advice that if somebody was to ask me, I'd be like, improve the amount of one-to-one connection time that you have. But yeah. I just don't I just don't like sitting and playing Lego. I'd rather be out oh, and yeah. about with my kids doing stuff totally. than actually yeah. playing in a playroom. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Totally. But you know, it's it's normal. Like, do you know what I mean? The amount of mums that I talk to that they're like, Man, I'm just not a mumsy mum. Like, I don't like playing dolls. You know, I've got friends that are like oh my god take me to a playground and I'm just you know I'm ready to mm. bail out three minutes in <laughs> yeah and it's normal like it's it's normal to not want to hang out and play kids stuff all the time when you're not a kid <laughs> yeah you've got a 30 year old brain and they've got a three-year-old yeah, brain like of course you it. don't find the same things fun yeah, this is why we can defer time. defer off to dad and be like right rough and tumble time off you go see yeah, you later go and we've also you know we were also all in the seat of having that mother load like mm-hmm. on our shoulders you know the a guy gigantuan to-do list that mm-hmm. is just never ending so to sit mm-hmm. down for 10 minutes when you're like oh I've got to cook dinner and I've got to unstack the dishwasher and I've, I've got to do these things and if I don't you're gonna crack your shits because you're hungry like mm-hmm. it's um it's a lot of pressure. it's really yeah and I think it's really hard um for mums to tune into their own intuition when it comes to parenting when there are so many opinions that are thrown around about certain things as well um and how like how do you actually start to feel calm and relaxed enough to ask for help um when you need it without feeling like you're being judged for it as well and it's really easy to allow experts what did I hear the other day it was something about um an expert only becomes an expert because they've made all of their mistakes in their in all of the mistakes in a very narrow field. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. quite interesting that we all go towards the experts, but really they know one very small piece of the puzzle. When yeah. we need to really be looking at ourselves, our families, our children as a very big holistic puzzle. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to go and talk about sister wounds in a podcast episode. Mm. I'm so keen to chat about that one. That's such a good one. That's where it all goes back to, right? Yeah. 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 And it's really easy to let, you know, experts or 
parents or in-laws overrule your instincts because oh well they've done it before or my friends got kids that are two or three years older than me they know more than what I know um but really like I think the, the really good thing about instinct is that you can nurture it and you can strengthen it over time and with experience and building up evidence that you actually do know what you're doing too totally yeah and I think as well with the with parenting experts like if you're if you're working with parenting experts this is a real passion of mine so I might get ranty here but (laughs) they're not encouraging you to listen to your instincts to reconnect with your instincts if they're not saying things to you like you know your child best I would run for the hills because that's something that we've all really lost, I think, yeah. is our instincts and our connection with our children because we're so busy, I'm sorry, trying to pick up all these strategies and listen to the experts and be the best mum that we possibly can. And it's like, really, you are the best mum that you can be for your child for the most yeah. part. Again, we'll go back yeah. to the crack situation, but <laughs> <laughs> don't do crack around your children either. No crack at all. <laughs> <laughs> But it is so, so important that these people are working with you to strengthen that connection, strengthen that intuition, as well as using strategies to help with that particular situation. And I think especially in the sleep industry, um, you know, especially in the sleep industry, we're really seeing a big shift in that, which is beautiful to see. Um but you know, it's every, it's rife in anything parenting. It's just, mm. I know this, you don't know what you're doing. That's why you've come to me for help. And it's like, no, mm. no. And I think like, and it's for me and it's something that I, I get ranty about often. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to, <laughs> um, but we can outsource a lot of things in our life and we can look for a lot of external education and knowledge. But the one thing that we should never be fucking outsourcing is our intuition. Like that is totally. only that's our biggest driving tool. Like the studies around how our brain changes and how we change as women throughout pregnancy and how that is actually our intuition evolving are hard. Like they're not studies that you can fight with. No. Um, you know, they're pretty, there's a lot of evidence there. Um, but more and more and more, and particularly from experts and as I say, like medical experts, um, we are asked to outsource that intuition. And, and it always comes back to be, be, being the same thing, that mum's gut instincts were right. You know, you go to a good GP and they will always be the one that says never ignore a mum's like, gut instincts. Totally. If they are, as you said, Steph, like run as yeah, fast go as Go find another one. Can. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think like as well it's really important, guys, that you remember that your instincts sometimes with parenting, sometimes you'll, you know, have a baby and they're there, you know, they're ready to go. But that's not really the case for all of us. You know, I know that when I had my first, and help, even when I had my third baby, I was like, oh, my God, I've got no idea what I'm doing. Like what, what, do you, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? Like even the basic stuff. So please don't feel like you're supposed to just become a mother and this instinct is just going to be there. It takes time. It takes experience and it takes listening to people that you trust. Um, but also just like but looking also- inwards. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's like the filling your toolbox from all of the places, totally. the selected places. Let's be totally. real, all of the places. Be careful, selected be careful places. about where you get it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but then decide what feels good for you, and that's why we've yeah. got the Feel Good Parenthood podcast because that's what it's all coming yeah. back to. It's just like being able to tune into what actually feels good for you as a parent and what you know is going to maybe not make your children overly happy necessarily in the moment, but overall, your children are, are becoming feel good kids. 
Like they feel yeah. good about themselves, their lives, their relationships, you know, like those are some big ticks for me as a parent. Totally. Um, so I think, yeah, be very mindful of what you're, of how much you're absorbing, where mm. you're absorbing that information from. If it's making you feel anxious or overwhelmed or, um, ick. I, I'm just thinking <laughs> about like, word. yeah, ick, yeah, yeah gross. Um, all of, <laughs> yeah, all of those like, you know, Facebook, some of those mums groups can be just so, so, so toxic, yeah, which is just, like always, which just is always horrible. remember that advice is optional. Like totally. advice is Absolutely. advice. You don't have to take anything and it doesn't matter who it comes mm. from. Mm. You know, some mm. of our most best intentioned GPs can give some really shit advice. It's optional. Oh my God, I literally <laughs> had a phone call with one the other day and I got off and I was like, right, we won't be going back to that uh, that place. I was yeah. mortified, mortified yeah. by. The, anyway, we won't go there. Um, yeah. yeah, and I know at the end of the day, every every industry ever <clears throat> anywhere in the world is quite noisy. But I think parenting world seems to trump it. So I feel think... free to unsubscribe and unfollow anything totally that doesn't totally. make you feel good. I think it's like, it's important to remember that, yes, these people are experts. A lot of the time they've been to school, you know, they've done courses and things, but like all the time, not just some of the time, all the time, their bias is going to come into that as well. Their unhealed trauma, (laughs) their Mm -hmm. triggers, the things that they experienced as a parent will come into it. And definitely the Facebook groups, the pa- like, mm. oh my goodness me, they can be <laughs> a, a wonderful of parents out there. <laughs> there are a lot of them, and a lot of a lot of people spouting their opinions as expert knowledge, and that isn't true. Um, so yeah, like Court said, if it doesn't feel good, unfollow. If it doesn't feel good, leave the group. If it doesn't mm. sit well with you, if you try it and it just doesn't work for you, don't do it. Simple as. And don't like, apologize for it either. No, and you don't need no. to announce that you're leaving. No. Just leave. Just go, go on your it. peaceful, merry path. <laughs> this isn't an airport. You don't <laughs> need to I'm announce. I'm like no. a chronic unsubscriber. I only need a few comments in a group and I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. yeah no nah, gotta pre- protect protect your energy protect your home 100 totally. um totally. i thought we might just finish on this beautiful quote and i'm sure that you've all heard it before um there is no perfect way there is no way to be a perfect parent but a million ways to be a good one and that's all that you need to be yeah. so thank you very much for joining us today we are really looking forward to chatting to you guys next time